This is a bonus episode of the Scripted Design Podcast, featuring memories from students on the Scripted Design course at the Master Institute of Visual Cultures from 2020 to 2021. These stories were uploaded to the Scripted Design website following the exercise in Week 3, Episode 2. If you haven't listened to that episode, it might make this one make more sense. But still, please enjoy everyone's memories. This is A Night to Remember by Floor. It was a night in early September 2015. I was in Antibes, a small city in the south of France, and more specifically on the Plage de la Gravette, which would later become my favorite beach and a place where I maybe feel most at home. But at the time, it was brand new to me. I was with three new classmates, Maud, Manon and Lauriane. We were sitting, eating a Lebanese wrap. I remember a strong taste of garlic in my mouth while eating it. I also remember it weirdly not being that warm, while we were sitting on rocks, discovering the beach, discovering each other. I remember a sunset, but I don't remember any other people on that beach. Knowing the beach now, there must have been other groups. I just don't remember them. I focused on each other. We were new to each other. Everything was new. We were discovering things. I enjoyed that feeling of freedom, of not having to go back to somewhere, being there, just there. This is Jump Off by Jing Jing. The first way I came to this school, uh, me and some new friends hang out in the unit at night. And for no reason, we got stuck in the school and we couldn't get out. So we found a ladder and used it to climb up to the gate and jump off from it. When I climbed up, I felt very exciting. Though I had imagined some bad situations, I still want to jump off without anyone helping me. So I just jumped and there was a very short moment of feeling weightlessness. Then I, my feet hit the ground, my glasses were thrown to the ground and it was like I jumped out of my daily life. It was the first time that I felt so free and also had a non-daily experience since I came to the Netherlands. This is Feel the Groove by Anonymous. It was a dance club, not big, quite a small one. The party on that day was hosted by a group of LGBTQ DJs. So it's safe and friendly. It's not too dark or too dazzling, just enough to see what I need to see. Sometimes there are some dry eyes coming out making me feel like I'm disoriented in time and space. When I am dancing to the music, I love to close my eyes and just move with the groove, let my mind and my body free from anything else. It's just me living in the moment and feeling the music. I'm happy from the inside and everybody is so beautiful. Here's We Gone Fall Right Now by Lynn. I think of the experience of riding a vertical roller coaster three years ago. I was nervous and excited. When we came to the highest point, my heart stopped. We're going to fall! I was screaming loudly in my heart as if I was entering a tight tunnel that was constantly 
turning up and down, and then be thrown into a spinning drum washing machine. I kept rushing up into the sky, and at the moment I was about to touch the clouds, I would fall freely with gravity. With the sound of the wind, I felt my heart rushing out of my chest in an instant. Suddenly, the space around us is no longer distorted, and everything in front of us became clear and calm. It was like being rescued from the center of vertex by visible hands. This is the sea by Laura. The sea, the sun, my closest friends around me, the sunshine, the golden hour, the wind. Close your eyes. I can smell the perfume of the sea, some music, freedom, happiness. Your mind doesn't think about anything, just present. The salt on your skin, fishes swimming around you. People who have lived so many moments with you are happy, as happy as you are. The skyline of the mountains, which deeply arrive to the sea, blue, green, colored houses. You feel that you are part of the world. You feel safe and happy. You can see the beauty of life. You feel lucky. An epiphany. You love. You are love. The sea, the sun, the wind, the happiness. Here is my uncle's house by Heba. My memory of exploration goes all the way back when I was ten years old. It was during the summer holidays where we spent our vacation in my uncle's house. I still remember my first reaction when I saw his house. I felt it was magical, and I was certain it was built by giants. The stones that made the house were humongous, and they were made from dark stones that were rough to the touch. I was told that the house was built almost two hundred years ago. My uncle's home was old. The courtyard was a wonky rectangle. On one side, a jasmine plant grew from it and covered the entire wall. In the evening, the courtyard always smelled like jasmine mixed with Turkish coffee and giggles. And on the other side, a pomegranate tree grew from an abandoned staircase. I loved that house, for it homed my family's memories, but also homed other creatures. Birds made nests and made communities, and tiny spiders hid between its corners. This is Summer by Yuxin and Wang. I still remember that this place is the hometown where I grew up after I was born. My home is on the sixth floor with a very old yard downstairs and a rooftop full of vegetables, which is also where I play with the peers in the neighborhood. I remember sitting cross next on the floor of my house on summer. Eating milk flour ice cream and blowing the air conditioners, watching Happy Planet on TV with Grandpa, even though it wasn't long before he started snowing. When my grandpa woke up, he got ready to cook. With the smell of rice, I know that my parents would come home at this time. At the same time, I feel very safe, which makes me. Miss my family very much. This is a magical fifth of December by Fink. All the way back to the fifth of December, two thousand and six, I was together with my closest family, my grandparents, my mom, dad, 
and my sister Valerie. We were sitting in the living room and I remember feeling super excited, happy, impatient, but also a really safe feeling because I was so young and we were waiting for what felt like an eternity for someone to knock on the door. Finally, around 7.30, someone knocked on the door. Valerie and me ran as fast as we could to the door to quickly open it. And there, in the doorway, there were five bags completely filled with gifts for all of us. The rest of the evening we spent giving the gifts to each other and I remember not worrying about a thing and living in this fantasy world in which I felt so safe and happy. This is audio file W03302 by Mohammed. It was the year 2018, a summer week in a new city, new experience with a group of old friends. I found myself lost in the beauty of this country, surrounded by different people with different backgrounds. It was really interesting to see everyone living in harmony and peace. People were happy and smiling all the time, like they are living the last day of their life. I was jealous. I really wanted to experience that. So I made a decision to make this week like it's the last week of my life. And I enjoyed every second of it. My trip started with a walk around the city. The architect was mesmerizing. Like a field of roses, most of the buildings had red-colored roofs when you look at them from the top of the mountain. By night, the summer heat cools down and the streets get really crowded. The traditional music starts playing and everyone is living in a bubble of joy. Can you guess what city that is? Here's an anonymous first memory. I remember one of my first experiences with fear. What is more interesting is that it's also a very early memory of mine. I must have been one or two years old. I was still in the baby walker. I was playing with my toys with my mom. And all of a sudden she took one from me and started running around the house. As I started to follow her, I was running around. And all of a sudden she disappeared. I slowed down, terrified, and I looked left and right to try and figure out where did, where did she go. As I was looking for her, she jumped from over the corner with my toy, um, scaring me. It was the first time I was literally in shock. That was my first experience with fear, the terror of losing and the joy of finding. This is I Did It by Anonymous. Six years old. It was late summer in Sanes, and me and my dad was planning to practice on my cycling. As always, we practiced at the same spot in our neighborhood, but this time it was different. I was going to practice on my brand new bike I got as a birthday present. It was a bike that all the older kids used. This one didn't have any small support wheels and it was huge compared to the other one I had. I had to stretch my feet as far as I could to reach the ground. In the beginning, I was scared. I was afraid that I would fall and hurt myself or that my dad would stop holding my bike and let me go. I started to feel the bike become steadier. I felt more secure that I had control. 
I felt great, and I turned my head to tell my dad that I did it. I mastered it now, and I'm not afraid anymore. But I couldn't see him next to me. I turned my head a little bit more to the right, and I saw him far away from me, waving and smiling from ear to ear and shouting, You did it! You finally did it! In that moment, I felt afraid again. I'm left alone on this bike, but at the same time, I realized that I finally did it. I did it. I cycled by myself without my dad's help at this time. I speeded up, tested out my balance and my new skills. I felt strong, happy, excited. I could feel the warm summer breeze touch my skin while I cycled as fast as I could. I felt like it was flying. I felt alive, invincible, that I could conquer the world. I like the feeling of freedom, this feeling of being in control. I managed to control this bike, and I loved it. This is Last Summer by Lindsay Kuypers. Last summer, me and my boyfriend went on a vacation in his mobile home. We didn't have much of a plan. Our only plan is that we wanted to visit Switzerland and see the mountains, to find some peace of mind and some quiet. And we went there, we visited Belgium, France, Switzerland, but also Italy to eat some pizzas. And we spent a lot of the time sleeping in the wild. Sometimes we slept on camping sites when we felt like we needed a hot shower though. And at some point we even left our van and we went up into the mountains to go hiking. We went hiking for two and a half days. And we slept in the mountains in a tent into the wild. And this felt very free because we had no obligations and not a lot of possessions. It was very good to find some peace and quiet. Nashrin has memories about a neighbor. When I'm sitting behind my working desk, I have a view of neighbor's kitchen. She spends most of her time in the same place. I can guess that she's washing dishes or cooking a meal. And then it's cleaning time. I never see her to have a guest or a friend. Her loneliness attracts me to watch her day and night. She's always wearing black. And then I ask this question for myself, how I look from her window. Does she describe me as a girl who's sitting all the day behind her computer? Does she ever notice that I keep eye on her? This is Roof by Linda. The stairs in his room led to the 60 square meters just for us. The sky and the sun and the long weekend ahead of us. The soft old carpet in the corner and on it drinks and cats playing around. My books, barefoot, I was just observing, no need to interfere. A surprise visit, an old friend. Hugs and ideas and jokes about the mess. An improvised version of croquet around the obstacles on the roof. Something about it was very funny. Their victory poses, their waving and calling me. 
and me taking their picture. This is Running Over Bridges by Pam. Suspense. Waiting for a phone call or an email or one of our teachers popping up on our screen. Waiting to be seen. And then it happens, one by one, the laughter of my friends, the crying of relief, the hugs, the smiles, the sounds of champagne bottles opening and beer bottles clinking. We're looking at the cars rushing by underneath us. We're running over bridges and climbing in the trees, looking over nature, smelling the fresh air. Is this what it feels like to be truly happy? Pink skies, relief, pride. Freedom, my mom, the love, my friends and I biking with rays of sun on our face. I breathe in the air and I smile and I sigh. We did it. This is Beach House by Joris. I found myself in a beach house in a beautiful rocky coast area. At night I left the wooden door open and I listened to the warm tropical thunderstorms. In the morning I woke up by bird sounds that made me feel really far away. I made some food with avocados and cheese I bought on the road. I took long walks on the beach and the nearby forest. Whenever I needed it, I jumped in the water to cool off. My mind was so quiet. Then I realized I needed to go to the airport. I was about to meet a friend in a country we both never been before. So I packed my bag with worthless items. I enjoyed a long queue in the airport. It invited me to look around and dream away where people were coming from and where they are going. Then I boarded the plane. I noticed I was the only person which was wearing flip-flops. This is Summer in Boast by Clara. I can still feel the sun kissing on my cheeks and the wind blowing through my dress while running up as a toddler to my grandmother on the porch of our summer house in Sweden. That house was our refuge, our little sanctuary, where we would all gather each year, all the cousins, aunts, uncles, parents and grandparents. Everyone with such strong personalities, walking on each other, but still having space to wander and freedom to explore. There would be adventures daily, coming up with new activities and games, having a dance or theater performance with all the cousins to showcase to the adults. Not forgetting the environment, the long green path leading up to the Baltic Sea, the big fields with horses and sheep from the neighbor, where we would sneak at night to lay on the hill and gaze at the stars. This is Berendine Veneman's memory called Sleep. I must have been around eight years old, nine, ten, and younger. It was night. My mom was sitting on the, the edge of the bed. I had my head on her lap. 
She was stroking gently, evenly, with all the time in the world, with her warm hand from my nose, over my cheek, over my ears. Sleep, child. Shh. This is The Netherlands and I by Scientia. The Netherlands and I. It's like a love-hate relationship with this country. I love it because I get a chance to living alone, explore new things, getting new friends, live the life of being a student again. Yeah, but homesick. I hate it. Every time I feel so lonely and trying to reach out my family at night, there is a time difference between Indonesia and the Netherlands. I hope this feeling will fade away slowly. However, I got a new family here. They are Indonesian and they can speak Dutch. I learned a few words from them. Like, Hoi, eet smakelijk, slap lekker, goedemorgen. And my favorite word, doei. <laughs> this is the arrow in the song by Sixen. The Arrow and the Song by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow I shot an arrow into the air. It fell to earth and knew not where. For so swiftly it flew, the sight could not follow it in its flight. I breathed a song into the air. It fell to earth and knew not where. For who has signs so keen and strong? that it can follow the flight of song. Long, long forward, in an oak, I found the arrow still unbroke, and the song, from beginning to end, I found again in the heart of a friend. This is The Caravan by Nike. Thinking about a moment in which I felt safe and secure immediately brought me back to the holidays with my family when I was younger. Every year we went on vacation to a country mostly in Europe with a caravan and a tent. My little brother and father slept in the tent because that was for the men. And my little sister, my mother and I slept in the caravan for the women, my father said. I loved the caravan because it was a capsule of a home which went with us everywhere and stayed the same from the inside no matter where we were. The interior was made of wood and grey cushions, not a typical modern caravan but more of a nice retro version. The moments in which it rained and we had to fold up the big bed my little sister and I slept in, in order to make it a table for five, were very precious to me. We were all inside that little caravan with the raindrops falling loudly on the roof and no one could harm or interrupt us. Looking outside, there were mostly nice surroundings, consisting of trees, hills, mountains or beaches, which made it more special for me to be there in that landscape in our little warm caravan, eating what my mother cooked for us. This is The Last Night by Valeria. When I first arrived, I cannot really remember how I felt, but I do remember that when we entered that place, we were always excited. The waiting for the tram before going there at midnight and well the other were already sleeping because it was a bit late now i tested that thing again and 
it was like jumping back to those memories. Another neighborhood, the tram stop, the nighttime, the runs to take the tram in time without waiting hours for another one in the freezing. The snowstorm in the main square, I mean, it never happened to me. The girl and the park and the river, the pink sky. The stop for school and the smell of coffee, the smell of food, the smell of meat, the colors of the light, the wet floor, ah, dirty wet floor. The last night I couldn't sleep. Thanks for listening. More scripted design episodes coming soon. In the meantime, if you want to share a memory, just use the leave a voice message button in the show notes.